Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new edition of Baby Steps. I am Scott, lounging in my recliner as I just finished up dinner and uh, had a good day working from home today. So last few episodes you just kind of want to continue going over some stuff things that I've been going through, things I've been struggling, and like I said, with, it's interesting, because I've spent all of this time, especially the last couple months, worrying over Alexis, and how I felt like I failed, because she was showing some signs of my mental conditions, and just Feeling like, because I was the only one that could save her. And, you know, it's just a constant carrying that weight on my shoulders. And then with, I'll just say it was my second ex-wife that I've been still trying to help. And trying to get her to kind of turn her life around so that she can start having a good life and that sort of thing. And that shouldn't be my place to do that. And those shouldn't be my burdens to bear, but that's just kind of who I am. But it's also bad because I shouldn't think that I'm the only one that can do this. Or think that I actually have the power to do this. And finally, it was just like God had said to me, Hey, Scott, you're not me. You don't have that kind of power. You can't save them, nor can you beat yourself up for not saving them, because this is not your fault. So I decided to stop worrying about it, and things have gotten a lot better for both of them. Like I said, Lex is doing outstanding. She got saved last, last week. She went to that youth group um, and got saved. She brought one of her friends along and their their family, they're non-believers. That girl got saved too. My second ex-wife, she's turned things around completely. She's going to church. She's getting into into groups. She's meeting people. She's developing friendships and developing a network of people that she can rely on. And you're probably sitting there thinking, well, hey, Scott, that's great. You gave it up and you got to feel really good about that. But I don't. And that's kind of where this this episode is going because I know I should be happier but I'm not and last night through some thinking it just it's funny when 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 it just you just decide to cut through all the all the BS and cut through all the stuff that you try to just mask everything and try to keep all your feelings down and you just try to keep it hidden and you don't want to say it 
because you don't want to say it out loud because you know it's going to make you feel even worse, but it still makes you feel worse keeping it inside. <clears throat> then finally, I just broke last night and said it. <clears throat> and what I said was is, that's great for both of them, but what about me? What about me? I've spent all this time worried, trying to save both of them. Who's doing that for me? And it's not a good feeling to have. Because those are very selfish statements. I mentioned that to Pastor Steve today, and he had gave me some really good insights on it. And <clears throat> you know, he basically said that you know I've been carrying these burdens for so long <clears throat> that I let them go. But my soul is so used to carrying them for so long, now it doesn't know what to do. It's trying to re readjust. And I've started to feel really guilty about feeling this way. And it's not a great feeling to have, but it was a good conversation with him. And it kind of eased some things down, but... Ultimately, what this has come down to is I spent all that time and effort on those two. And then finally, I surrendered it to God. And it worked out. God gave them more than what I was expecting. But then you look at what about me? Well, what about me? Problem is, I can't let me go. Like I let everything with them go, and I don't know why. I've seen it time and time again, even with myself over these last 18 months. And still now, even in this situation, I can't. He's right there. He wants to break the chain. And I just won't let him. So I was kind of, I was since I was working home from today I was doing <clears throat> some processing so um during my lunch break I started looking at and again probably not the greatest of things but I just googled how to surrender to God <clears throat> and it came up with a really good passage so this is from Mark it's chapter 9, verses 15 through 25. 
And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed, ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and gnarls his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able to. So kind of give us some context in this, kind of like what that says. This man brought his, his son, who is possessed, and the disciples tried to cast the spirit out, and they couldn't do it. So now the father has taken his son and brought him before Jesus. <clears throat> Okay, so I asked the disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, <clears throat> O faithless generation, how long, how long am I to be with you? How long am I <clears throat> to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him immediately, it convulsed the boy, and he fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked the father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can... All things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that, a crowd came running together. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. So even right there, here's a man that even says to Jesus face to face, Hey Jesus, please help help him if you can. And the great thing about Jesus is, you know, he really could have laid into this guy. But he doesn't. He says all things are possible for one who believes. I believe, but yet I still have unbelief. I have a lot of good things going. But yet I still have... Things that are holding me back. And it's like with this. Time and time again over the last 17... God has completely changed my life. For those of you that are new, I went from going to bed one night wanting to die... <clears throat> 
to where I'm at now. And quite honestly, I've just been keeping this hidden for for months now. It's like, I want, I want God to help other people. And I know that he can. But yet I won't let him help. I, <coughs> I was able to give up my worry and fear about other people to God. But when it comes to fixing me, I just can't seem to let it go. That's one of the things that Pastor Steve said to me is that this is crucial in our walk. Is the is the belief. And I'm working on it. This Sunday is, is kind of big for me. Maybe it doesn't seem like it, but I'm giving the tithe message at our Christmas Eve service. I think I have a pretty good message. This is going to be part of it. And I'm just going to humbly go in front of the congregation and just be open. See, I've been I've been masking this underneath of the things that are going good. I guess I've just been trying to keep up appearances. I don't know. As Pastor Steve also said, another thing is is that guilt isn't from God, and this is just Satan trying to distract me. And some of this is probably the guilt of not being happier. But the sheer fact is is that I'm struggling right now. Being able to surrender myself to God. And it's just something that I need to continue to work on. Got a lot of good things coming up. Me and Lex had a blast this weekend. We went to the indoor archery range. One of the board members was there. He fixed Alexis's bow. Gave her a quick lesson on how to stand, how to hold everything, and she was shooting awesome. He even said that if she kept it up, she'd probably end up being better than me. And then I have Lex the weekend of New Year's Eve. We're going to do something. We're going to do some really fun stuff. We're going to pull an all-nighter. Part of that all-nighter is we're going to go to the church. Because from like 5 to 8 o'clock, we're going to do a potluck and board game night. Which, that's going to be super fun. But then, starting at 11 o'clock... Me and Lex, we're going to go, well, we're going to be there before 11, but we're going to go back to the indoor archery range. And she's going to live stream it on her YouTube channel. I'm going to live stream it on my Facebook page. And it's going to be a shooting. And then 
right at midnight, we're both going to shoot one arrow, which would be our last arrow of 2023. And then we'll shoot one more, which will be our first arrow of 2024. And archery-wise, 2024 is going to be a big year for me. <clears throat> it's going to have a different start. I thought I was going to shoot in a league at the indoor range, but a place in in the Des Moines area is going to do a big tournament on uh, on January 20th. So that's going to be the kickoff of my season. So January 20th, and then March the 2nd, I'll shoot at the Iowa Deer Classic. And then after that, the Iowa ASA hasn't announced their schedule yet for the year, but the ultimate goal is to qualify for the state tournament this year. So a lot of work to be done in that and a lot of work to be done on myself. But this is the way it's supposed to be. We're, we're never going to be a finished product. <clears throat> and I've never thought of it this way, and I don't know why, but I've always, you know, we've always heard the analogy that we're, we're a lump of clay that God molds us. <clears throat> but Pastor Steve put it to me. He already, when he looks at us, he looks at us as the finished product. He doesn't look at us as the, as this mold, as this, lump of clay that he's molding into the finished product he looks at us and already sees it and it made a lot of sense because he even said so when you sit down to do a podcast you know where it's going and how it's going to end i go well yeah it's the same thing with god he sees us as the finished product and what he's doing is leading us to get to that point <clears throat> so it's not like God sees me as like, oh, still got a lot of work on that one. No, God looks at uh, me and looks at everyone <clears throat> and sees <clears throat> how he has us fit as a finished product. <clears throat> So, there's some work to do there. But I appreciate everyone for listening. <clears throat> Don't forget to go to Lexus's YouTube channel, Angel Lex. Uh, she's over 330 subscribers, I do believe. You know, hopefully by sometime next year, we can get her to 500. I have a new YouTube channel, which is... Real SD Archery, and the R in the word real, R-E-A-L, the R is capitalized, everything else is lowercase, so Real SD Archery, and it'll be me chronicling my journey in archery, as I go from beginning to possibly the state tournament this summer. Got some big plans, also part of our New Year's Eve all night thing. We planned it, so I wouldn't 100% say it's a, it's a done deal, but sometime after midnight, 
So early New Year's morning, me and Lex are going to record an episode of this show. So that could be kind of fun. And then also just got to confirm sometime um, after the new year, uh, Pastor Steve is going to be a guest on the show as well. And I think I'm going to try to do that more for the new year as well. Try to have other people on the show. So again, thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Oh, one other thing, I guess. I will be recording an episode on Christmas Day. So a little bit of a Christmas present for you. We'll talk to you next week.